Welcome to Recess Now, 5-Minute Bit. I'm Ralph Seymour, physician assistant in emergency medicine and critical care. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about volume resuscitation in DKA. I think it's a subject that is not as well understood as we wish that it was. I think that the important thing to do in the acute setting of DKA is the rehydration and replenishment of the volume that they've lost through osmotic diuresis. Now, the first thing that you want to ask is, what the hell is osmotic diuresis? Basically, when your blood sugar climbs to a threshold level above where it can be reabsorbed by the kidney tubule, it spills into the urine. When this molecule of glucose spills into the urine, it brings water with it. Not only that, when you have an excessive amount of glucose in the serum of the bloodstream, it's osmotically active. And what that means is it pulls water from the cells and other compartments of the body and it dehydrates the body of total body water. So patients in DKA are extremely dehydrated for all of those reasons and more. So it's important to understand that if you're going to reverse this process completely, it's going to take more than just insulin. Now, insulin is important. You have to have continuous insulin going on a patient with DKA because that is what's going to shift the metabolism from breaking down fats, which turn into ketones, and ketones turns into acid, back to where it's supposed to be so that you don't have the liberation of all these ketones in the bloodstream. Now, fluid is going to help wash out those ketones into the urine and gone with the acidosis. The, the volume repletion is the most important thing to me. Now, of course, the underlying cause of DKA always needs to be mentioned. Sometimes there's a precipitating factor like myocardial infarction, stroke, drugs, infection, noncompliance that can all lend themselves to putting somebody over the edge into DKA. But DKA, make no mistake about it. DKA is a process driven by insulin resistance and insulin absence. So that's important to remember. There's no insulin, and in response to having no insulin, and this is in type 1, not type 2, you can still go into DKA in type 2, but those people often have enough insulin production to keep them out of DKA because that is enough to suppress the counter-regulatory hormones like glucagon, epinephrine, and cortisol. People in you know, type 1 DKA don't have any insulin at all. Okay, so it's, it's, it's really an important thing to understand is these patients don't have any, any insulin and what happens is they promote breaking down of fat. Okay, now, what do we need to do? We need to give these patients volume, volume, volume. My recommendation is to give these patients as much volume as they need and then you'd have to ask yourself, well, how, much, how much is that? How much volume is that? Well, I do it. This is how I do it. I give almost every single patient, you know, every, every situation is different and everything has to be tailored to the patient. But more often than not, I will always give my DKA patients two liters of fluid and then reevaluate them. 
okay? How do I reevaluate them? I look at their mucous membranes. I look at their mental status. I look at their peripheral perfusion. I look at their heart rate. I look at their blood pressure. Heart rate will tell you a lot. Diabetic ketoacidosis patients often come in extremely tachycardic, so that's important. Okay. Now, if a patient is still tachycardic in the 120s and 130s, I'll often give them more fluid because they need more fluid. And a lot of people think and live by this rule that until these patients are not tachycardic anymore, they should still get fluid. So give them fluid. Have good IV access. IV access is going to be key. It's unacceptable for a patient in DKA not to get adequate volume resuscitation because patients will die. Things can get worse as opposed to better. Even if you're giving them insulin, you have to keep up with the volume. You have to keep up with the electrolyte repletion. These are all important things and it's going to be the driving force of getting that pH from wherever it is back to a physiologic level of where you want it. This is Ralph Seymour. And this is Recess Now, 5-Minute Bit.